Hi, and welcome to the 19th episode of Desert Island Punks. I'm Jake, and I play in punk rock band Sunliner, and this is my podcast where I ask friends and people I admire in the punk rock scene what five albums, book, and luxury item they would take if they were stranded on a desert island. We talk about why they love those records and how those choices have influenced who they are today. This week I'm joined by Pan, guitarist and one of the two vocalists of London punk rock band Burn Tapes. We had a chat in a very cold van just before their show at Boom in Leeds and we spoke about the punk rock scene in Greece and his different choice of luxury item and loads and loads of other stuff. Uh, thanks for listening and I really, really hope you enjoyed the episode. Cheers. Welcome. Thank you. How's it going? Yeah, good, good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, man. How's the tour been? Yeah, good, good. So it's fourth date, right? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, no, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm losing count, but yeah. You're losing count yeah. after four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but yeah. That's been, so where's it? It's been mostly south, right? Yeah, so south coast. So it was Brighton, uh, Folkestone, Hastings, mm -hmm. yesterday Gloucester, and Leeds. Oh, right. This is where we are right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't give it away. Yeah, shit, damn. <laughs> um, sweet. And then, uh, have you got have you got much planned for the rest of like the month or the next couple of months? Um, yeah, we have a show at the Fighting Cocks next week. Oh, is that with, with Bad Cop? Yeah, Bad Cop and Make War. All right. So that should be cool. Fighting Cocks is kind of like a our spiritual home. We've yeah. seen a lot of great bands there. I've um, we've never played it. Actually, oh yeah, but I think. I think there was talk about playing it this year, but cool. is it like uh, quite a small sort yeah. of pub? Yeah, yeah. And they've had a lot of like really, really good bands. Yeah, well. I think growing up we've seen a lot of bands there, so oh, cool, it's man. always nice to play. So you're London local then? Like yeah, we're born and bred. Well, born and bred, maybe not so much. Like uh, we're all kind of we live in London, in and around London at the moment, but. Mm. Um, Originally, we're from Greece, or most of us are from Greece. Oh, really? I did not uh, know that. We went to... Three of us went to the same school together in Greece, and so we've known each other for a long time. Oh, cool. Uh, but, yeah, sort of life uh, kept us separate until we all moved to London at some point, like, five, six years ago. Was that, like, uh, a active decision? No. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, you said, did you all choose to move together, or...? No, no, no. It was kind of just, like, after uni, get jobs. Where are we going? London. Right. Uh, I was kind of brought up here. Okay. Before cool. I lived in Greece, I lived in England. Yeah. So I kind of came back. Right. So it's kind of returning. Yeah. yeah. To the motherland. <laughs> if you want to call it that. Yeah. I do not want to call no, it. No, I don't either. I'm, I take it back. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, right. So we'll uh, uh, we'll move on to. So I'm going to cast you away. Yeah. Cool. Good. Um, so yeah. Good. <laughs> So now you're on this uh, you're on this desert island, and yeah. what is the first record that you would bring with you if you had the chance? So first, yeah, first record, uh, Blink One Eight Two, Enema of the State. Right. Um, maybe not my first. Well, actually, no, my first Blink album, but not my favorite. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I, I would just choose it because it was the gateway. The I gateway think it was drug. gateway for a lot of people, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was very much the gateway drug. Yeah. And yeah. Well, like, um, where? So, were you? Did you get into it when the album came out? Was it through friends? Or? I in Greece you used to have MTV on TV. So yeah, I, was a, yeah. I was a teenager in Greece, and like, I was just into like pop music, really. Okay. Um, yeah. So my mum loved like, 
you know, uh, Celine Dion. Hey, man. Um, Don't bash Celine Dion. No, no way. <laughs> like, she's, yeah, she's got it. Still got it. Um, yeah, man, you know, so Celine Dion and uh, Tina Turner and, like, whatever you want to. Yeah. Kind of, like, female, you know. Yeah, yeah. And classic then... pop. And then my dad, on the other hand, was, like, sort of, like, Deep Purple, Led Zeppelin. Okay. Uh, Queen, all that kind of stuff, so... I kind of, uh, I, I, you know, I was like, like both. Yeah. And like, uh, the first time I heard, I think it was all the small things probably, on MTV, I was just like, whoa, what is this music? You know, it's, uh, it's kind of poppy, but it's aggressive. It's kind of like a faster rock. And I, yeah, yeah. that was it. You know, it was, I was sold and yeah. Was it like big in your school then? Or not, not really, to be honest. I mean, it was the time of like new metal. And pop yeah, punk. yeah, so like it was, you know, Blink, and then it was like uh, Limp Biscuit, yeah, uh, sure. uh, the rest, Papa Roach, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, th- 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 those kind of passed as like a phase for me, and I kind of always kept coming back to. Um, out of interest, yeah, is, is like uh, has like Greece got much of like a like is there a punk rock scene in Greece? Yeah, very like, much so. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's a new a new I know of a few bands mm. over there, but like which ones? Do you... uh, you know, you know when you say something, yeah, you, yeah. you're uh, like, I can't remember. Yeah, so I guess probably the biggest one and the most like influential for us is uh, Michael Vodka Juniors. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of so, because they did a tour with. I think they did a tour with Despite Everything. Yeah, those guys as well. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. know those guys. They're they're really cool guys. Yeah, we kind of grew up going to shows where they were kind of opening up for like the bigger bands. So, yeah, like, sure. We went to see Lagwagon, Lawrence Arms. No use for a name. Uh, uh, it's kind of cool that people... Strung out and they were always the people yeah. opening up or like, you know, supporting. And It's kind of cool that, I mean, bands, uh, I mean, it sounds silly, but like mm. make an effort to get that far because, I mean, it's not exactly like on the touring route, you know, it's very yeah. easy to stick to like Belgium, Germany, yeah. you know, like all those sort of areas and spaces. If you're coming out to Greece, that's mm. kind of... Yeah, definitely. It was, to be honest, growing up, uh, we would get like one or two shows a yeah. year. So like... You know, we would basically wait around until some big band or big-ish band decided to play Greece. Yeah, it would, yeah. But it would literally be Lagwagon and, I don't know, uh, Mad Caddies. Yeah, And that sure. was it. That was your two shows for the year. And so, you know, like the scene, because of that, was is quite tight and there's quite a lot of people. Yeah, cool. And so it's oh, the shows were pretty much amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like, you know, always like sold out. People coming from everywhere. Yeah, so sure. It was, it was a great little scene, yeah. I, um, I think, uh, like, Blink-182 is, like, one of those ones that's, like... Uh, weirdly, I never really got into Blink-182. Really? No, I, I don't know why. I think it also got to a point when I, uh... I got... It, it, I hate it when people say they grow out of music, but I think I got past that point where, like, going back to it, mm. I was just, like critical rather than yeah. like you know when you're in nostalgic that or yeah yeah i'm so, still very nostalgic about it yeah I, there are you know as i said it's not my enema aside from being a great name <laughs> which i loved and uh their humor which at the time i loved and probably still yeah it's do. very like early noughties isn't yeah it, humor? it's some of it is a bit problematic but <laughs> looking back but uh they're still influential though. yeah for sure like, for sure i think they yeah influenced a lot of people and uh got a lot of people into punk so like for that you know just that reason alone that's Cool. That's the first one. And also, I really like the sound of it. It's uh, interestingly produced. Yeah. It's like, in my mind, how a pop-punk record should sound. Like, the guitars and yeah, the bass sure. and the drums, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's kind of... Uh, that's, cool. That would be number one. That well, would be the first one. We'll move on to number two, then. Yeah, number two. 
Um, let me see what I said. Oh, Ruben, race car is yeah, race car backwards. Yeah, I love that you chose this. Yeah, so one that maybe not as many people might know. Uh, criminally underrated band. They were huge, sure. huge in Lond- uh, like the London scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, kind of struggled to break out of it. I, yeah. I feel. And well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I, th- I think you're probably right, but like I, d- I mean, I don't really know because I wasn't from the part of the like yeah. London scene. And in reality, I got into Rubin, mm-hmm. uh sort of after the fact. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, like, is that like, did you come across that when you were in London, or did you come um, across that when you were in Greece? Uh, definitely Greece. Um, I can't even really remember. Might have been a girlfriend at the time who liked yeah. it. Uh, I know the other guys randomly. I don't think they really knew who they were, but they caught an in-store at Banquet Records in oh, Kingston, right. cool, and yeah. it was a full band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, that is a small... Which was super loud, yeah. apparently. Um, but yeah, uh, it was, kind of, I, I think, probably like one of the first records that um, was not like straight-up punk. It was like a little bit different, and, yeah. you know, I kind of, uh, after Blink, I kind of was on a punk like listening to everything punk and it was the first one that was kind of a little bit different and yeah it really caught my attention and uh, it's one that I still return to I still think it's a genius yeah the rest of them are great as well but again I think that was kind of the the gateway one did you have you ever listened to um, Jamie Lemon stuff Uh, not not crazy about it Uh, it's just I I think it's really interesting route uh, yeah definitely definitely like uh, uh, yeah I I love his voice and I love yeah. his songwriting it's just uh, I think it's, it's yeah. kind of crazy in a way that like he's kind of broken out from the Ruben thing and yeah. then like and then just done whatever the hell he likes and it's like it's yeah, I respect that about it like, it's so cool yeah. like not not many people do I think sometimes when like because I know when I write songs that like even though I feel like I'm not trapping myself in a corner I definitely am mm. do you know what I mean like I'm still like this is what I would like to hear in yeah. this sort of style of music yeah, yeah. and I feel like he hasn't done that he's just gone like well it's in a way a bit like uh, Jeff Rosenstock sometimes yep. I feel like you know like he's just gone I want to write a song and it doesn't matter how it comes out yeah. and that's pretty liberating yeah I don't, I've not reached that yeah. level of liberation <laughs> yeah. I'm still finally yeah, I'm just shackled into the punk rock. Yeah, uh, totally that, you know? guys. Oh, don't worry. Like, I think sometimes I'd like to just release like a, I don't know, like a classic rock album oh, just yeah. for, like, for we, shits and giggles. We've uh, joked about doing like a super hardcore album. Oh, cool. You should or, do it, man. I don't know what. Just something weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, probably later. I don't know. Yeah, later. When we lose our minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you come up with your, your funk jazz yeah, fusion you, record. Yeah. yeah well, I'm psyched for that. Cool. That's Me one too. pre-order. <laughs> Me too, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, number three. Number three. Um, Propagandi. Supporting cast. It could have been Potemkin City Limits. I kind mm-hmm. of hold them both in uh, Why equal... supporting cast? I don't, I don't really know. Uh, today I woke up and thought supporting cast. Yesterday I thought Potemkin City Limits. Yeah. They're both great. Um, supporting cast feel like it's got one song that I really like, which is that Without Love oh, okay, song, cool. Which, uh, is yeah, that, really like. Is that on Sporting Cats? I have no idea. I, could just, I think I could it might be on Failed States, but oh, I might shit, be... Oh, no, it's cool. I, I could have totally screwed myself over here. I might be wrong. Um, uh, I don't know. I uh, Basically, I'm a huge propaganda fan, mm-hmm. but I'm also very guilty of not knowing it. Yeah, it's, it's tricky <laughs> these days when you kind of stream things. Back in the old days, you know, when you had CDs, you, you knew everything. You knew yeah. the track order, you knew the... 
Um, but uh, I love that you yeah. chose this record because this is my favourite propaganda record. Cool. Yeah, I think no, you're one hundred percent right. Cool. Phew. Yeah. I could have sound like <laughs> <Would> an idiot. <laughs> now I sound like no, an idiot. No, no, it's, no. Like... it's all good. It's good. <laughs> We're all learning. Um, yeah, propaganda again. Well, a little bit different. Thrash. Never really. Well, punk thrash. I don't know how you want to describe them. But, yeah, sure. um A little bit different. Amazed by their songwriting. I still don't really understand how they write their songs. I could never. No. It's, the, it's the lyric writing that always baffles yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, the interplay between lyrics and musically is uh, yeah inspiring to to you know yeah. to say the least. It's um, it's a great record. Yeah, and one to you know kind of get you pumped. You know, sometimes I think it's one. It's one of the ones that like uh, um, you can come back to time and time again. Yeah. You can always find something that's in there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like I I write most of. Most, I may rate almost all of the propaganda yeah. discography. I was never super into the first record. Um, Had to clean everything. Yeah, that one? yeah. yeah. Um, that was one that was a bit more sort of. Uh, it's a bit more jokey, I guess. Yeah, it's a bit more like. I think they'd, they'd probably hate me for saying this, uh, but a bit more neurofexy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's fair. And like, uh, and that sort of side of punk was never entirely mm. entirely my thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like such a revisitable record, I think. And yeah, uh, also a bit of be- best of both worlds in, in a strange way, you know, because especially like Fail States, like, it was a bit like mm. more metally. Yeah, definitely. Uh, which I'm, I'm down with, I'm always so, down for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for me and also like the band, we always love when there's like a bit of like a, a metally hardcore y. Like element. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know. It's like a, I think a little bit of a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Like we would never do it ourselves, and I would never write a song like that. Why not? But I, I just love, I love the idea that it's like a punk song, and then it kind of goes into a metal breakdown. And yeah, it comes sure. Back yeah. Or like gets thrashy think, and comes back. I think it's that like tongue cheekness. Yeah, isn't I like it? it. So like, would you would you not choose to do that? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not now. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> that's I, that's, that's a hard. Firm that's no. a hard no. <laughs> But, you know, never say never. So it, you never know. would you say the propaganda you have influenced your songwriting? Or is it just more sort of the, one of the things that you look at from afar? Look at from afar and, you know, admire. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, yeah, I don't think... They're untouchable to me, so, like, you know... They're also the nicest people. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. so, so, so nice. So, yeah. <laughs> That's album three. Uh, album four? Album four. Um, jeez, I can't remember. What, what, uh, what, what I can I help you said. out if you want. Um, uh, let's go. From what I can remember, you have a Lawrence Arms album. Oh yeah, okay, Lawrence Arms, yeah, classic. So, um, Lawrence Arms, the greatest story ever told. Um, I don't know why I love this album. Um, probably, I've always loved the dual vocal thing. Yeah, the Juvel thing's really, really interesting as well. Um, yeah, it kind of feels like a, you get a two for one. Yeah. You know, you're like two bands in one. They're also it's such different vocals. They really are, but there's something about them that they, yeah. they work so well together. Um, I think it's something we always try and like emulate, or like at least try and get a sort of, some sort of element yeah, of that something, into... Yeah, something similar. Yeah. I, I just really like the... Especially that record, I believe, is um, it kind of goes one songwriter and then the other so Brendan and then Chris and it kind of it's like yeah. the fast song 
a kind of slower song, fast song, slower song, with them kind of adding an element. Yeah, like kind of like song. chipping in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just always like that collaborative nature. Like the the lyrics are kind of odd. They're a bit like literate, and it references a lot of movies, literature, which I fucking love. Pop about culture, Morrison's, yeah. like even the booklet itself has like liner notes that has all the kind of explanations. Which yeah, yeah, I loved at the time. Yeah, it's just. Uh, just so a, was just that sort of stuff solid, solid. easy to access in Greece? So that one, yeah, we had like a, a punk shop, a punk record shop, I think, in the centre of Athens, like a really dodgy area. So mm-hmm. like after school we would go on Fridays and like take our pocket money, basically, and just go and pick a record. Yeah. And because like at the time there was no Spotify or anything like that, you just kind of had to read this, like the little sticker on the CD that says yeah, like sure. sounds like... Lagwagon or sounds like I don't know face to face or someone and you just pick it up and you'd have to get into it because you spent you know like 20 euros on the CD yeah um, but yeah that that one was good I think probably why I chose it is because aside from the reason I said I think Lawrence Lawrence Arms actually played a show maybe I don't know a couple months after I bought it and so we got to see them which is great yeah in like a you know small little venue that is the best way to see Lawrence Arms yeah, right, yeah, and yeah. The, there weren't that many people there as well. It was like, I don't know, maybe 50 people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first and probably the last show I've ever bought two sh- T-shirts of the same band. Oh, really? Yeah, so, and I remember, like, a nerd wearing both. <laughs> you know, like, one underneath, one on yeah, top. I have totally done that as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think that was the first and last time I did that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, very nostalgic about that album. Yeah, sure, so, man. It's, it's every got... time I put it put it on, I'm like 16 again. So well, what's that? Um, was it the second song on it? Maybe second. Uh, I can't remember the name. It's like telephone, telephone. Yeah, that's such a banger. Yeah, I think because uh, like one of my favorite albums of all time is Okay Cutter. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, which is again one that I came to really really late. Mm. But that's the album that's like immediately after that. Cool. And I feel like that uh, that song in particular, like really sort of like you can see. Yeah, how they progressed yeah, to that point. Um, yeah, yeah, great album. Yeah, oh man, they're, like, they're such a good band. Yeah, I think uh, especially like their sort of evolution is really mm. interesting. Yeah, um, cool. So your next round, do you record? Do you remember it? Um, not off the top of my head. Ah man. Yeah, I know, right? I'm shit. It's, uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> not not what I was <laughs> suggesting. Uh, Polo Black Club. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. So Polo Black Club. Sometimes things disappear. Yeah, sure. Great, this is also great record. Sarah. Yeah, I know she likes that one. Yeah. Yeah, she's really into it. Yeah, that's a great record. Um, probably my introduction. To, I don't know if you want to call it post-hardcore. There are elements of that in there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, again, I'd never heard anything like that. It was like super technical. Lots of little bits. Technical, not in a Wilhelm scream way. Yeah. More like in a like quite intricate. Yeah. that I just didn't understand like how they made these songs. First time I heard it, I didn't really like it. I think I had a friend at uni who was like, you know, listen to this record, and I was like, nah, this is weird, man. What is this? <laughs> it's not like four chords and like <laughs> verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Yeah, end. yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I think, I love the little intricacies. I think it's, yeah, a really, all the songs are. I suppose a bit like uh, very well. Propaganda, you can kind of like mm. re listen. Yeah, like, I think it's, again, Speaking for me, but probably the rest of the band, it's one of our favourite bands that we mm-hmm. uh, all love. So we'll always just stick on a Propagandi song, a Polar Bear Club song, yeah, probably an like... Iron Sheik song in the in the van when we're going somewhere. 
And it's funny actually because I I'd never really got into I never really listened to Pedro but I, I don't know why mm. it just completely passed me by. It wasn't that I had I wasn't into them or anything. I just didn't know of them. Yeah. And then I, I like I love Iron Sheik, and somebody was saying, "Oh, you should listen to Polo Bear Club. If you like Iron Sheik, you'd be really into them." Yeah. Which I, which I, like, I listened to Polo Bear Club, and I, I liked it, mm. but I was, I was surprised at the connection. I was gonna say that's, a, yeah, that's, yeah, because it's like, uh, it is, my thing still. Yeah. But like it was a strange sort of because they're quite different. You know? Yeah, very different. Yeah, I'd say, but, yeah, both great bands. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a shame that Polo Bear Club are kind of. It seems you know, like they're not, not really doing, doing anything. Yeah, yeah. but uh, something to do with his vocals. I yeah, think. I think on the last record, things kind of strained, like his vocals and stuff. So fair enough. But yeah, uh, yeah great band, and uh, definitely got me into like a different type of, you know, punk. I think they were also kind of like that scene can be quite, uh, for lack of a better word, like inbred. Like, do you know mm. what I mean? Isn't like it's all very much the same sort of bands. Same, you know. The gigs can be quite similar yeah. over and over and over again, and like um, Polar Bear Club seems to come at it from a different angle, um, which I think is kind of interesting mm. because it means you then discover more on that side yeah, as well. Yeah. It's a bit like I think Propaganda are quite similar. Mm. You know, what I mean, you know, especially if you get into like the Fat Wreck thing, it's often Fat Wreck bands supporting Fat Wreck, and that that's always yeah. great. I mean, you can't. I, I think I was, you know, it's funny you say that because like we would just listen to the Fat Wreck compilations. Yeah. And we would just love all the Fat Wreck bands, and then there would be a Propaganda song, and I'd be like, well, this is weird. Yeah, exactly. And then you'd kind of go on an offshoot Propaganda, and then it'll lead you somewhere else. And, mm-hmm. You know, Polar Bear Club. Yeah, exactly. Led yeah. you somewhere else down another. It's path. all about like looking at who they toured with. Yeah, or it's all that like, kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, sweet. So um, we'll move on to your book. Yeah, book. This was probably harder than the albums. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I chose the Little Prince. Okay. Um, which is... Who's it by? Oh my god, I'm going to be... This is going to be <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, Antoine de Saint... I don't Oxbury. know. I don't, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Yeah, attempt. don't worry. Um, but yeah. Why do you love this book? Good question. The, the guys in the, in, the, in the car were like, isn't that a kid's book? And I was like, yeah, it kind of is. But um, I think the first time I read it was in Greek, actually. Mm-hmm. In Greek class in... Greek lit that we did back in the day and uh, yeah I mean if you look at it it's kind of a kid's book yeah um, there's nothing wrong like wrong with that These not not in terms of like I don't know it's, I mean it does have pictures I was gonna say it doesn't have pictures <laughs> but it, it actually does have like a pop-up pictures. book like, no, no, dude this like... is not gonna last you long <laughs> no I, I I guess what I, re- I reread it recently mm-hmm. and probably that's why it's at the forefront of my mind um, I guess it's it deals with um, growing up um, and how adults can maybe lose, like, the the, the inner child, you know, that yeah, kind of playfulness, sure. yeah, imagination, yeah. that kind of style. And, yeah, it's kind of a, something I've been interested in. Um, it's just a nice little fable, I is guess. It, is it something that, like, uh, when you read it, it's like, has it got, like, a nostalgic element to it? Um, I don't know if I would say nostalgic. Just, uh, I guess, just a reminder to always kind of be a little bit creative, a little bit more playful, a little bit. I mean, you've got all the time in the world. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Very wary of falling into like a, the adult trap, you know? Yeah, That's Hence dude. why we're playing shows in <laughs> our 30s. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Um, <laughs> too real. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> it's all good. Everything's fine. Um, sweet. So then, uh, your luxury item. Luxury item. Uh, so I'll give you some... I've got a safe option and I've got a wild option. I'm going to go with my safe choice. Oh, man. I want to no. go with your wild choice. Okay, wild choice is uh, a flashlight. 
So, <laughs> that was not the one I was expecting. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Yeah, flashlight. So I, I just like the idea of maybe being rescued yeah. and just having one possession, which is a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I've got these five albums of book and a flashlight. Yeah, I mean, that would yeah. just be... I mean, uh, you suppose you could pre- you could um, make a pretty unconventional uh, like raft. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the f- yeah, flashlight would have done. I, I, I like where you're, where you're going with this. And uh, I also don't know what the flashlight is doing, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say a Nintendo Switch. Oh right, okay. that was my safe choice. Yeah, that is a much safer choice. <laughs> I, I much prefer the flashlight though. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose you've got water as well, so you can wash it out and it'd yeah, be it's all safe. fine. But there's salt water, so hopefully yeah. you don't get any residue because well, that could be. Oh man, now now I'm thinking that's not a good choice. How tough, dude. Um, Sorry, yeah, man, I'm stuck you, with it, right? Yeah, I'm stuck with the flashlight. You're stuck it. with the flashlight. Damn. <laughs> uh, would you I stand be, by it. Would you, <laughs> you stand by your flashlight? Yeah, always. <laughs> stand by your man. <laughs> um, would you be good on a desert island? Like, would you... Um, uh, would you? Would be, I survive? Well, yeah, like, not necessarily would you survive, but more like... Uh, would you go crazy? Would you, mm. like, find a way to try and get off it? Would you... You know, like, how how are you with your own company? Great. Really? Yeah. I... Yeah, I think I'd be fine. Really? Yeah, well, you know, I say that, I probably would go crazy. But, yeah. Um, yeah, in general. Own company, fine. I'd probably, yeah, try to find a way out, but... Um, They're not like, you know... Not like, a way out, out. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. that. I wasn't... <laughs> don't worry, I wasn't jumping. <laughs> I wasn't jumping to suggest that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, I'd be alright. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, I'd probably fashion. I'd you'd probably make a friend with the flashlight and make some sort of character like Wilson from. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, Wilson the flashlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe give it like a away. different name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, you don't have to. So no, I mean, it, it, like, it doesn't have. It's just like you know, if you got Wilson, I didn't seem particularly. I, I don't know if I, I would name it. it. It would make it too real, you know. No, it's stand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get you, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I, would you? Uh, thing is, you could <laughs> you could probably fashion your own flashlight. I suppose. Oh my god! But then that would become not that I thought about this, but yeah, you could. You totally could. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the. What would you? Yeah. You co- all get a bit. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Either coconuts. So it depends. Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you're uh, like veggie or vegan. Um. um more on the veggie side, but okay. I, do, I do eat meat. Okay, so like less and less. All right, sure. But, yeah. but like, so you might not be opposed to using <laughs> sea creatures. Oh yeah. To make it make yeah. your flashlight potentially <laughs> squidgier. Oh god. <laughs> now it's too real, man. I don't want to do this yeah, anymore. Dude, can't like, I have my switch. <laughs> no, you can't have your Shit, switch. Man. Damn. I mean, without a. Uh, yeah, you made your, you've made your bed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's full of flashlight. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, one last question. Yeah. Um, you uh, you stumbled across a book on this desert island. Yeah. And in this book, it has a, has a spell. And if you speak this spell out loud, you get to go home. But when you get home, all music is Nickelback. Oh, like everything, everything you Everything resembles music in life. Okay. Is Nickelback. Would you go home? You mean like Birdsong is Nickelback? Mm-hmm. Is there like, 
you know, like a track, or is it just like, is, is it like, is, this is how you remind me? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe, okay, the, this, is, this is an interesting, <laughs> obviously, this is an interesting question, so I'm going to go, let's go. Or is it just pick around, is it like yeah, a well, kind of shuffle I, thing? I think it was a bit of a shuffle, okay. but right now you've put me on the spot, so I'm going to say everything off of, was it Silver Side Up, and yeah. then the album. Boom! That has rock star on. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, so another banger, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, and and so rock star, which we can all relate to. Yeah, obviously. yeah. I yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. It's like a story of my life. Yeah, really. I I wonder how I didn't write it. <laughs> okay, so they go in like a Spotify playlist, yeah. and then everything shuffled. Okay. Um, would I would I come home? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't hate on Nickelback that much. No, this is a really fun conversation. I feel like though. it's like a it's become a bit of a meme and a bit of a. Yeah. I feel like hatred is somewhat unjust. Yeah, I mean, they, they do a job, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. do it. They serve a purpose. Yeah. And, um, but it's funny how it's funny how how passionate some people get about. Yeah, it. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, I don't know. Not that bad. I don't know. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. But there are worse rock bands. So there are definitely. There's like Creed. You know? Creed, yeah. So <laughs> they're like the. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of time for Pearl Jam, but Creed felt yeah. like they they took all the worst parts of Pearl Jam and <laughs> <laughs> made them one band. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, before we uh, stop, have yeah. you got anything you'd like to push? Basically, have you got anything you'd like to promote? Uh, Maybe the band are doing it? Or sure, you're... yeah. I mean, today actually is the anniversary of our first record coming oh, out. I saw that, yeah. Uh, so we put that out a year ago, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, shocking uh, me. <laughs> yeah, amazing, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Right. So check it out. It's called Never Better. Um, that's it. Cool. One years old. Happy birthday. One years old. <laughs> One year old. Happy... <laughs> Shit, man. Birthdays. We were having this conversation. Like, not me and you. Yeah, like, okay. the... <laughs> I was like, I don't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> the band, we were just like, what's the correct way to say that? Uh, this right. record is one years old. It's one, one year old. It's one year old. Yeah. It's one year old. Okay, cool. Yeah, perfect. I did the, Sold. The, Why weren't you there? We had like a thirty-minute conversation. Really? I, I suppose is that. I suppose are you all? Well, you said you grew up in. Yeah, it could be a Greek thing. We're yeah. gonna say it's a Greek thing. Yeah, yeah. That's... Not that we're dumb. We're not gonna say that. <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say that you. Not that you're dumb. <laughs> that it's like a second language thing. Yeah, no, no. And no then... English is definitely our first language. So. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like. <laughs> Um, all right, sweet. You're an ass. <laughs> Cheers, man. I really Cheers, appreciate man. it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the podcast, please rate and subscribe or check the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Desert Island Punks. Thanks a lot.